welcome to Local St. Charles. This podcast is done in conjunction with the Greater St. Charles County Chamber of Commerce and focuses on local businesses, their successes, their stories, and their challenges. The Local St. Charles podcast is produced by Changescape Web. Hey everybody, Ken Tucker with Changescape Web here with the Local St. Charles podcast. Today I'm joined by Matt Smith who is the 100th president of the Missouri JCs. Welcome, Matt. Great to have you on as a guest today. Thank you so much. Yeah, Yeah, happy to be here. So Matt, I understand that uh, you are a St. Charles resident. So you want to talk a little bit about your background and how you got into being in the JCs in the first place? Sure, yeah. Like I was saying, I was born and raised here in St. Charles. I've lived here almost 40 years now, coming this June, I turned 40. 18 years ago, I joined the St. Charles JCs. My friend Melanie Wetter signed me up while I was actually doing a study abroad in London. And I came back from that and found out that, hey, I'm, I'm a St. Charles JC. And from there, I've okay. done numerous different posts within our chapter itself here and then served on the state team in a couple of roles. And this year, I get to serve as the 100th president for the Missouri JCs. Okay. Congratulations on that. That's pretty amazing. Thank so you. tell me a little bit about the Missouri JCs, and I assume it's part of a national organization as well? Yes, the Missouri JCs, we just celebrated our 100 years as the Missouri JCs. St. Charles, we're coming up on our 75th anniversary, and we're linked in with JCI International. So we not only have a local community organization, a state organization, a national organization, but also an international organization that we're part of. And the main idea behind the JCs is to empower young people to become better leaders in their community, give them the skills and opportunities that they need in order to be successful in their personal and professional lives. Is it tied to a chamber or anything like that? Or is it, uh, I mean, I know it's an independent organization, but uh, tell me a little bit more. So as far as our chain, most of our local chapters are part of their local chamber. The St. Charles JCs are part of the St. Charles County Chamber of Commerce. And the word JCs itself actually comes from JCC, meaning Junior Chamber of Commerce. Okay. So that's initially why they were started, was as a junior member of the Chamber of Commerce. Okay. What's your favorite part about being a a JC other than this year you get to be president? Really one of the things I like the most is helping out in our community in any way we can. The JCs, we give our young members the opportunity to develop their leadership skills and whatnot through different events and event planning, community service stuff is one of the big ways we really try to get people to develop those skills. So that's always a great part is getting able to be a part of the community and help out in the community. And the people that I've met, through just here locally through the JCs and on both a national and international level. Some really great friendships that you get from being a part of this organization as well. What types of organizations do you typically work with in the community and help out? Any organization, yeah, anybody that reaches out that needs help, we're always happy to provide any sort of assistance. We've worked in the past with groups like uh, the Megan Meyer Foundation, St. Charles Boys and Girls Club, Share Pregnancy and Infant Loss, okay. Sparrow's Nest. So all kinds of different organizations. Okay. Do you work with any arts organizations at this point in time, or have you ever? Yeah, we certainly would. I can't think of any right off the top of my head, other than uh, we do have a partnership with the St. Charles High School Band for our Riverfest event. They help provide security, and we kind of work with them, and we have a scholarship, $500 scholarship we give out each year to a member of the band. So we get our art in that way, but we're always looking for new adventures. Cool. Well, I'm board president of the Modern American Dance Company. And right now, because of the pandemic, so many arts organizations who, I mean, there's a there's a very strong educational component to what MADCO does, but also the ability to not perform live has really impacted so many of the arts community. 
and musicians and things like that. So I was just curious. And we, you know, it is a nonprofit. So I was just curious about that. What kinds oh, yeah. of professional opportunities or personal education opportunities are there for somebody joining the JCs? And how do, how would they join the JCs? There's really any opportunity that you're looking for, the JCs can help you provide. So if you have something very specific that you're looking for, that's something that we can certainly help you develop in any manner possible. And uh, as far as joining, it's just get, kind of get in touch with us and we can sign you up. It's really a simple process, just basic information and you're good to go. Okay. There's a local St. Charles chapter? Yes. We meet the second Wednesday of every month at POs. And so you've been able to meet in person or did you have to modify that uh, during the pandemic? What's going on there? We modified last year. Okay. Yeah. We did a lot of virtual last year. We've had a couple of in-person meetings this year and a couple of virtual meetings this year. One was because of the snow. <laughs> okay. But yeah, we've been kind of really struggling with that part. A lot of the chapters did this idea that, you know, we can't get together, but we can. It's just not really in person. So. Yeah, it's certainly a different thing, no doubt about that. Have you seen the pandemic have an impact on your organization in terms of membership or or the ability for you guys to provide the services and the support that you do for the community? Absolutely, yeah. You know, and any money that we make as an organization goes back to the community one way or another. And so our two biggest events that raised the most money last year, Riverfest, and we help out the Lions Club with Oktoberfest, you know, both of those got canceled. So yeah. Uh, we're we're fortunate enough that we saved some money, so we were still able to do everything that we did financially for other groups last year. But I know our organization on the local level and other local organizations around the state and really the nation all had a really diff difficult time just because you can't run your events and it's hard to remain active in an organization when you don't have the events and you're not getting to meet in person. So it was a struggle, but most of us came out of it pretty well. And those that really struggled last year, we're already seeing a great increase this year with them because they're kind of back on board. They're ready to open up and get rolling. So a lot of our chapters around the state have really stepped up and done some great things already this year. Well, I would think it would be a great time for somebody to consider joining an organization like yours as well, just because there have been some people displaced in this economy. Maybe they have a little bit more time than they've had in the past. Maybe they want to find a way to, you know, to build some skills and, and also still help out in the community. So it sounds like your organization will be an excellent way to do that. Yeah, and it's a great way to network, too. We've got people from all different professions that are part of our chapter and the other chapters around here. So it's a good way to network. If you're looking for a new job, you can talk to some people and they might be able to help you out with some leads as well. So, yeah, we yeah. definitely provide that opportunity as well. Okay. So who is the current St. Charles JC Outstanding Young Missourian? Outstanding Young Missourian this year was uh, Andrew Tesmer. Okay. He's now a member of our chapter and he's the owner and operator of this amazing company that I just got to go to for the first time last week called Beer Sauce. Hmm. Okay. If you have not gone, it is such a cool place. It's out in, I think it's got several locations. We went to the one out in St. Peter's. It's on Mid River's Mall right across the street from Red Robin. Okay. And they've just got so much neat stuff. They've got beers and whiskeys and more sauces and rubs than you could ever imagine. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah, that sounds awesome. What do you feel like your greatest accomplishment has been so far within the organization? Personally, it would be this year getting to serve as the state president is probably the greatest thing. I've gotten to get to know a lot of our chapters a little better, made some greater friends and really increased uh, the connections that our chapter has with some of these other chapters as well. So it's definitely the top of my list for accomplishments as a JC for sure. Okay. How does the Missouri JCs work differently than maybe like a local chapter. Are there statewide events that you do? Tell me a little bit more about that. 
yeah, so our state organization is there to kind of help oversee the other local groups, help them out in any way. And then we also do have two major state projects that we run. One is we help out with Wonderland Camp, which was founded probably almost 50 years ago now down at the Lake of the Ozarks. The uh, Missouri JCs, along with the Army National Guard, helped build and we continue to help support this camp that's for children and adults of all needs. It's an awesome, awesome place. We unfortunately didn't get to go down last year, but we go down every spring and fall. We're heading down in a couple weeks. In the spring, we kind of help clean up debris and get the camp ready to open up for the campers in the spring. And then in the fall, we come down and we kind of do the opposite of what we did in the spring. So when we go down in April, we'll take the boats, paddle boats out of storage, clean them up and get them in the lake. Then we go down in the fall, we take them out of the lake, clean them up and store them. So that's one of our, our big statewide projects is helping out with them and fundraising and awareness. And then we also do a program called Access Day at the Missouri State Fair, which I believe is August 20th this year. It's where we have members who live in group homes all throughout the state. The Missouri JCs, we raise money throughout the year to help fund this. And we give them, I think, upwards of 1,200 individuals from these homes. A lot of them, it's the one day a year they get to leave their uh, their group homes. We pay their admission, feed them lunch, take them all through the state fair. And in my 18 years as a JC, I've never gotten to go because it's always that time in August. And as a teacher, it's always like the first week or two when school starts. And I can't really take right. off or shouldn't take off work at those times. But this year, I'm very right. excited that I finally get to go to my first access day. All right. So I'm very excited for that. So those are the two big projects we run as a state. Yeah, that's awesome. What's the best piece of advice you've gotten by being a part of the the JCs? Oh, the best piece. I've gotten so many pieces of advice. Really, any pieces of advice, that's the correct way to say that. I've had so many great mentors from the JCs. My good friend, Brad Wetter, um, he was always there. Listen to people. Make sure that you're putting the organization where it properly belongs in your life. We know that sometimes we like to throw ourselves into these organizations and do it all, but we have to remember there's other things that, you know, can be more important at times. So making sure that you're finding that right balance between personal work and then this enjoyment kind of stuff like with the JCs. A lot of good advice about time management. Uh, past state president last year, Jennifer Smith, has been a great influence on me, teaching me like really how to do this time management stuff. And I talk to her every week and we talk some JC stuff and she's always reminding me, make sure you find that balance. So I think that's probably the greatest thing that I've learned here is making sure you get the balance that you need from the different things that you do. Who inspired you to become a, a leader? It sounds like you got signed up to be a JC without you even really necessarily knowing it. But obviously, yeah. now that you're a leader, has there been anybody that's played a role in helping you kind of realize that that's something you were very interested in? The leadership that we've had within our local organization here in St. Charles and also on the state level, I've always looked up to those people and what they were accomplishing. And it's one of the reasons why I wanted to be chapter president. And I got to do that in 2011. But then on the state the idea to move up to the state presidency was something I was kind of toyed around with the idea, but never really thought I'd take it seriously until our installation banquet two years ago now, when Jennifer Smith became the president and I was going to serve as her vice president. And when I heard her give her speech, I thought to myself, you know what, I've got one year left to do this. This is my chance. And I decided to do it right then that night. I told everybody that night, I said, I know this might seem crazy, but I want to run for president next year. And they kept checking on me a few weeks after. They're like, you sure you want to do this, right? You weren't just, you know, the spur of the moment, the excitement and everything. I said, no, 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 I really do. I really do. So definitely everybody that's come before me has been that inspiration to really get me going. You say you had one year to do that. I assume then that there's uh, JCs, you can only be a member up to a certain age. Is that correct? Correct. Yes. Any From 18 to 41, 
okay. is really it. So I turn 40 this June. I'll renew a little bit next year, but once I turn 41, I'm out as okay. a voting member. I'm not going to leave them behind. Though. Yeah, so then uh, you... was given a senatorship within the JCs a couple of years ago. So as a senator, we kind of hang around and continue mentoring the new people, giving guidance and advice. But I'll find another organization. My friend Melanie and I just joined the Moose a few months ago. So maybe start getting involved with that and looking at some other things. And it's difficult when you are so busy all the time doing this great stuff that when it's not there, you're kind of like, okay, where am I going to go now? If I don't do something, I'll go crazy. So yeah. got to stay involved. I know the Greater St. Charles County Chamber in the past, and I, I'm not sure if it's active currently or not, but they've always had a really great young professionals group. Is there any um, involvement between the JCs and young professionals in different chambers, not only here in St. Charles, but also across the state? Yeah. The relationship varies from area to area, but we used to have a great relationship with the young professionals here in St. Charles. We had a lot of our members would attend their events. We had a lot of their members would come and join us. We found that provided a lot more networking opportunities for us, so it was a great thing for us to get involved in. I know the same has been true for a lot of the chapters around the state, too. That's, we kind of feed off each other for membership and networking opportunities, which was yeah. always great. Approximately how many members are there in the state in the different chapters? In the state right now, we're probably just under 800 statewide. Okay. We have chapters that vary from 20 to 160, probably. I think okay. our largest, it's probably under 160 right now, but. I'm going to reveal some of my ignorance here. But is there any tie-in to like junior achievement or anything like that? No, we used to have a partnership actually with junior achievement in Chesterfield where they used to have their, they have the Build-A-Bear machine that they have there and the kids would build these bears and they would end up with extras and they would actually donate them to us and we would give them as part of like Easter baskets that we do around Easter time or as other things to children in hospitals at certain times of the year. We would donate those back out to the community. So we have had a relationship with them, but it's nothing official between the two organizations. Okay. If somebody was thinking about joining an organization and maybe even specifically the JCs, what would you say to them? Why why would they choose to to become a JC? I think the history of our chapter is one of our biggest selling points. Like, like I said, we've been around in this community for almost 75 years. If you talk to a lot of people that are in places and positions of leadership within our community, business leaders, government leaders, you'll find that a lot of them have ties to our chapter. And the idea of how much we like to give back to our community and the, the idea that any opportunity that you're looking for is available. If you've got a specific group that you really want to see get some financial support or some volunteer support, you can bring that to us and present it to us and we'll say, hey, yeah, let, let's give it a try. So we're always looking for new partnerships and new ideas for projects. So we give people that opportunity, I think, to really find their passion and see where it can lead them and we'll help them get there. Do you have any formalized education programs or professional development programs when somebody joins? Actually, our chapter and the nation, the national group has actually worked on a great sort of activation that's sort of a professional development that's geared towards being a JC, but also in your personal life. So this idea of you know, making sure that we're getting in touch with people and finding out what they're really involved in. And then we have trainings, a huge, massive training library that's available through JCIUSA on all types of like interviewing skills, job search, resumes, anything you could think of along those lines. We've got some wonderful trainings that go along with that, financial management and plans as well. We just had a guest speaker at our last meeting about uh, retirement financial planning and stuff like that. So anything you need, we can offer to you. Awesome. Do you work with any organizations? I know right now a lot of businesses are really struggling to hire people. 
Some businesses mm-hmm. are in a position to hire people. Obviously, there are a lot of people who have been displaced in an economy like this as well. So is there anything that you guys do there or any other organizations that maybe you collaborate with? We have um through the national organization, they've been promoting um, a lot of small business awareness and making sure that you're supporting them within our community. And it's something that our chapter has been trying to do as well. Whenever we have events, we're trying to make sure we support our small businesses locally here in the community whenever we have things to source whatever we're going to need for a certain event. So that's one of the big things we do to try to help out with that. We're, of course, always looking if there's anybody's got some great ideas out there, please let us know. And we can certainly try something else, too, to make sure we're doing all we can to help out the people in our community. It's been a tough year. Yeah, it certainly has been. And uh, I'm glad that uh, that spring's here. Looks like we are going to have a nice stretch of warmer weather where it doesn't look like right now we're going to be bitten by that late spring snowstorm in, in at least the St. Charles. Yeah, I hope not. Uh, knock on wood. I probably shouldn't have said that. But I think it's good for people's spirits to have the weather warm up. We've gone through a pretty tough winter and certainly a really yes. tough year overall. So I think there's a lot of reason for optimism. I think people still need to be a little cautious and, and certainly be aware of, you know, a lot of different things are going on. But uh, it, Matt, if there's one one last thing that you could share with our listeners, what would that be? I think it would be find, especially right now, we were just talking about this idea of the, the spring's coming. We're kind of coming out of this dark winter that we had. Just make sure that you can find something in your life, whether it's just a few minutes every day to appreciate, you know, what you do have and what's going on and find the things that you're truly passionate about and devote yourself to those things. It makes a whole world of difference, whether you're just helping one person, which is yourself or a neighbor or anybody else. The I find myself personally, the more that I give back to the community, the better I feel about everything. Mental health and all that seems to improve whenever you help people. So yeah. find some way to do that. and. We're certainly here to help you. Well, thanks, Matt. Thanks so much for all you do. And it was really a pleasure talking with you today. Sorry we had a few times. You too. I'm a teacher. I deal with it all the time. I know how that is. Absolutely. Uh, So anyway, thanks so much and uh, have a great rest of your day. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. All right. You too. Thanks a lot. Bye. Goodbye. We want to thank all of you for taking the time to listen to today's podcast. Please be sure and subscribe to the local St. Charles podcast in your podcast software. We'd love for you to rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. And please don't forget to visit localstcharles.com for more episodes, information on local businesses, free resources, and a link to set up a free consultation with the host of this podcast. Thanks again and stay tuned.